three, two, one. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Aaron's Archives. With me, of course, your host, Bernal Aaron. Unfortunately, Farrell is not here to join us, but I am joined with two of my um, university friends, Kenneth Bulk and Wesley Trujillo. What's poppin', y'all two? Hey, what's up, what's up? Alright, so what I wanted to first dive into which is kind of a topic that I wanted to kind of rant about ever since the beginning of um, semester, uh, fall semester last year, which is university classes, bro. Um, I don't know how people are supposed to learn these things, but I'm just been like doing the things that it, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like you're, you're just doing whatever it is that they have you do. Even though I enjoy it low key, but it's kind of like I'm not learning too much. You enjoy it in the start, but then later on, it just becomes like a hassle to do. Mm-hmm. And your free time is like, wow, what should I decide to do today? Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a lot of things to do, actually. It's like, we're like uh, think about when you're back in high school. Think about how easy things were. Like, that was so simple to think about. I don't even need to study for um, now. I guess I might need to study because um, usually it's math class that just, you know, craps on me. So that's going to be a, a very fun way to learn, man. Not only that, but more specifically, what I wanted to talk about was the my English class. Did any, y'all, did any of you guys have English? I know Wesley did. Yes. And I did not. One annoying. Of the, the teacher was so annoying. You had it synchronous or asynchronous? Synchronous. So oh. pretty much the teacher, oh my god, I had like a cool story. Not necessarily cool, kind of messed up in a way, but it's just funny for like the class. So this teacher is very, so like a, a Karen, a white Karen, right? Oof. She's like, oh, turn your cameras on or yada yada, you know, the, the usual. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was synchronous and everything. And then out of nowhere, um, she went like completely blank. She went MIA. We were in class and then she was giving us like an assignment. And then out of nowhere, it, it was like mute. Like we just heard boom, like if something fell. Mm-hmm. And we were just staring. Everybody was just staring at each other. And we're like, what happened? And then out of nowhere, the, the Zoom call closes automatically. It was uh-huh. like, whoa, okay. And normally she would send us an email of 10 to 15 minutes later. And we didn't get anything for like a full week. And then we got a, an email from the CUNY itself, from the college itself, mm-hmm. saying that, oh, um, due, to t- due to some quote-unquote technical difficulties, uh, this class will now be... Uh, asynchronous midway through like the 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 semester the semester yeah and we're like what happened and we're thinking either she must have gone to the hospital or I don't even know she died and they're they're using her you know <laughs> not trying to create panic or some shit mm. and I'm just like hey. yeah wait I'm confused so did something happen during the zoom meeting did something drop or was well, it like maybe she dropped? We don't know. They never you, gave you, us. You, they never wait, gave a specific was... cause of what actually for mm-hmm. real, for real happened. 
No, I was like, I was gonna ask you, did you like see anything? No. She. Uh, the funny thing is that she's a very old lady, so she doesn't know how to use technology, right? Uh, so the way she would enter would be through her phone, but you know, for some reason it was just stupid because eh, she didn't even know how to use technology, so it's acceptable. Yeah, from from my English class, it was asynchronous for the whole semester. And what I liked about this teacher, I will give her credit. Is that for every week she would have a clear cut plan as to what is expected of us. So what I used to do was I just plan out everything. I used to do everything from like Monday. So I and what was good about her weekly schedule or weekly plans, it would have a time schedule. Like for example, um, this whole um, this whole module, right? Uh, we have a wait, week, weekly wait. module. We had, we would have like a I, weekly module. I think I have your class. Wait, wait, wait. Module. Like, yeah, and I think I'm doing that too. Wait, wait, wait. And um, for every week, it would be like this whole module would take about forty minutes or an hour and thirty or two hours, and then I would just schedule it for a week, which was great for me because it had a clear cut plan and I could just do it at my own pace, right? But what I didn't appreciate was she would send out these articles that had nothing to do with literature and had nothing to do with English or classical um, literary works. But I was reading things like food insecurity and how the government should be paying more and uh, feminism and how oh, technology is one of those teachers and how technology is racist because they detect white males more than black females at a disproportionate rate and how um gender roles what would be gender roles in terms of um in terms of same-sex relationships like who's the female in the relationship if you're same sex and i'm just like what am i reading what, what why is, is this <laughs> wait i have a question what's up was your teacher was your teacher named tracy beeler oh no no i'm not gonna expose her but yeah she was white. she was white and glasses uh, glasses no no glasses um then yeah. i mean why is it following the same format as my teacher Wait, I think it's. I think that's a great format for pe- uh, for professors to follow. That whole clear cut thing. Like this is what you're supposed to do. This is was. This is what is expected of you for this week. Instead of it being. Um. So this is everything that you have to do, and then you have to submit it at this date, and not like a a dial down to like a weekly basis where you can just wait. So what was your final about? Was it about this or? No, my else? final was she gave us three topics to talk about. And I, I choose the happiness one. Like happiness is is happiness controlled by men or like is happiness controlled by humans rather? Uh, yeah, are we in control of our own happiness or not? Did so, she oh 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 you had the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but we, got, we had the same thing. Yeah, and um I appreciate that because that was the only time she gave us classical literature and even then it was uh it was ralph waldo emerson one essay one classic essay out of the entire semester i still aced it you hear me you feel me but like i just didn't appreciate the fact that all i was reading was all social and political um mine is i'm looking at my class schedule for english right now for my new semester it's mostly like feminist malcolm x and I don't know, man. It's very weird. They're not being too political. Mm. 
No, mine was but... was extremely political. Not not extremely, but I would say a lot of the pieces that we were reading. Uh, one of the things was also she gave us two of kind of counter uh, counter the two articles that opposed themselves, but it was mostly uh, related to food. So one article was about how the government should regulate food and industry because people keep eating too much. And for some reason, it is the fast food restaurant's fault that people keep eating too much. And then the other was like, it's individual responsibility. Like you as an individual are responsible for what you put in your mouth, not the government. And then you have to write about capitalism as well. Um, not necessarily. I wouldn't say she went against capitalism, but she did. She did post frequently articles about how the government should do this, the government should do that, the government should do X, Y, and Z. And um, I don't know. I it was just and how technologies should be moderated because, like I said, no. it's sexist because they find white men and they recognize their faces better than african-american or black females and it's not racist if you can detect somebody else more than one person it's just that the light it's like it's just lighting you hear me like if you put a flashlight on your face they'd recognize you better because they recognize that the light that's reflecting to you you hear me it's like it's also seven billion people in the world, so I mean, a lot of the groups kind of look similar. No, no. The the real reason why the the computer does that is because why you mic like are... that? Whoa! <laughs> what happened? His mic. Your, Your mic. mic is just like. It's kind of like. It's okay. like a radio. I can you ah, hear me? There we go. There you go. So yeah. the real reason why the the whole system, computer system is like that is mainly because when you're training like software or, you know, doing like AI type of stuff, mm-hmm. they're mainly done by people, you know, who are white and shit. So they use like their own portraits or their own, you know, stuff just to test it out. So, you know, it just, they're just training based on what they're given. And it's not necessarily racist or anything. It's just supposed, you know. They're used to features that they have versus features that they're not working with. Also, would you say like, if you're, if I'm training or if I'm creating a software that has facial recognition, I would use my own face. Yeah, because you gotta test out the the software. or else are you gonna do it? You're gonna like go up to a group of people and be like, "You want to test with me?" It looks, it will seem sketchy, and I don't think most people would trust you. Also, that you might have to go out and like uh, hire people for doing that. Mm. I'm pretty sure there might be a cost, like, because they're not gonna do it for free. I mean, some um, of the times uh, you can also involve saying that it take it takes the images from Google. Mm. Yeah, and mm. I guess yeah. Makes sense. It really shouldn't like say it's racist, but like you know, just people are too sensitive nowadays. I kind of understand where the sentiment of racism comes from, um, by saying that they recognize more white male uh, rather than um, a black female. I kind of understand where the sentiment comes from, but at the same time, there's a deeper rooted problem—not a problem, but I would say a, a deeper rooted meaning as to why these things are happening instead of it just being blatant racism because it's not it's more likely the 
the tools they they were giving with. So the technology is um just limited. So yeah, it really isn't just races, just limited. People gotta understand that not everything is gonna be hundred percent catered to you or perfect mm. in a way. Speaking of race, I wanted to. I don't know why people are so obsessed with race. Y'all know Lily Singh. No, no. Alright, so okay. So basically what I have to explain is Lily Singh is this Indian girl who has a Oh late... wait, wait wait she's a she's a YouTuber right? Yeah. She has a late night show called A Little Late with Lily and it just got renewed on I think it was CBS. Was it CBS or NBC? I forgot which one it was. But basically the f- why I'm getting a little why I, why I wanted to get into this um tangent is because their show is supposed to be rather inclusive and diverse when it comes to race, right? So it's fundamental, or I think it's supposed to be the most diverse and has the most representation of Asians and uh, brown people on television, on national television. Mm-hmm. And that's why it got renewed. But at the same time, it's not entertaining. I went, her ratings are garbage, bro. 11%, 1.6 out of 10%, 1.2% out of 10% from INDB, tomato, Rotten Tomatoes, and um, the rating system for... Um, and the YouTube, every video has like more than 1,000 dislikes, more than 2,000 dislikes because she's so unfunny. And she gets renewed for the only purpose that it's supposed to be diverse. But it's not, it's not funny. And so people are just. I think I think what where I'm getting at is we're in this culture wherein people would much rather have diverse ethnicity or diverse skin colors rather than diverse opinions, because a lot of the things because she she can kind of get political, and in one of her clips or in one of her videos she said something along she promulgated the notion that men earn more than women for the same job hourly talking about like if we're talking about hourly like for example wes is working with another female and they're working the same job supposedly wes would earn more per hour than her his female counterpart or his female co-worker which is nonsense and that's not the reason why men earn more but i digress <laughs> First of all, that's illegal to do that. <laughs> Literally. And it was just... People are just obsessed with race for some reason. It's just they don't want to accept the fact that it's not. we're not in a racist economy. We're more in a meritocracy. We're in... If you are competent, you will earn more. If you're not, then we can't Everything. really use you. As much. I think people like to use race as a way to like get away from certain things. Mm, to cop out. Um, yeah, basically to be like, well, since I am born this type of person, I'm also excluded from this, which is not necessarily true. Um, well, for some things that uh, you might argue that, like, now for everybody well, who is watching or listening, Kenneth is not high. He just this is just his normal voice. Yeah, I'm, um, <laughs> I just be speaking like this. <laughs> if I'm high, I'll let you guys know. But anyways, what I'm saying is uh, cops, like, if you're a black man and you're pulled over by a cop and you're black, people will argue that um, you have a likely chance of, you know, dying or something. 
which I mean, I'm not gonna get into that because I'm not fully. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I know some things, but it's like it's it's way too uh, incendiary to talk about it. But go ahead. Um, what I'm basically saying is that everything, everything you do, uh, like in America, in America, everything you do in America, it's not solely based on the race you are. Mm. Um. I mean, as we're growing up, we get to think that, oh, it's all about race, but it's more likely more about your skill set and your, just how you are, mm. basically. And So um, if I'm a person that doesn't do anything and I use my race as, as an excuse for, you know, certain things, then if enough people do that, then people will be like, you know what, let's, let's help them out. Let's give them free stuff. Facts, which think, is very very racist to do because um what are you guys thoughts about white owned and black owned and like stores because oh you know on uber eats they have black owned businesses right i think that's just segregation bro it's just like they do it's it's modern day segregation it's like there's black only graduations there's black entertainment television the bat there's on netflix there's a category called black films or black um something about just just everything black that's a that's its own category on netflix and um black owned restaurants just like a whole category just for black people and for some reason it just doesn't sit right with me because I know we're supposed to help black people and empower them and all that stuff. I mean, of course, I'm not going to sit here and say we should, um, quote unquote, oppress black people, right? I'm, I'm just saying, do we not see that what we're, what they are trying to achieve or what we're trying to achieve as a culture or a society, as a society is regressive instead of progressive? Because in, essentially, we're excluding or we're trying to just... Uh, amalgamate all black-owned businesses as a race instead of actually trying to assimilate them or trying to inculcate them with the rest of society and empower them. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. No, I understand. Um, what what else was it? A lot of people are trying to be politically like correct mm. in everyday society and classrooms and everything they always go for the ones that uh for the ideas that don't make them seem as a bad person such as uh that gun control true. or something yeah. like that um they go for the majority for what the class like the vibe is in the class and you know what it is um i've kind of come to figure out or learn throughout the years that um, when you said politically correct and how everybody's just trying to hide their feelings and stuff like that, what was going through my mind was I was helping a friend. Um, I was helping a friend do his university uh, uh, work. And one of the questions didn't sit right with me because it's formulated incorrectly. Because one of the things was, how can you justify... One of The, the question was, how can you justify, I think the notion that or it showed a picture right the picture was a quote and the quote said life is not about finding yourself it's about creating yourself and in Jungian psychology and Freudian psychology that's not true you're supposed to find yourself you're supposed to find yourself within the world you're supposed to and these are called archetypes I'm not going to get into it but in any in any case you're supposed to find yourself you're not supposed to create yourself and I told him that 
yo, this is not correct. You cannot justify something that is not correct. So why don't, because I was helping him with the question and I said, let me try to put the viewpoint wherein it's quote unquote correct. Um, let me try to put in the viewpoint of Jung and Freud. And then he basically said, oh, no, 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 no. Because the, the professor isn't going to like that. The professor isn't going to appreciate that, that that answer. So just mm-hmm. just give the professor mm-hmm. what he wants. And uh, when I heard him say that, I was just like, I don't do oh, that wow. with my English teacher because I just give a rant about my English mm-hmm. teacher right, and how I didn't appreciate the things she was saying. And um, she would she would have these twist. She would twist. Um, so she, so you know how in college you're supposed to write thesis statements, and some of the questions she would provide us was um, provide a thesis as to why this is correct, and I would do the complete opposite because that's not what I believe. And what <clears> I would do was and. In the long term, honestly, it kind of worked out for me because I she appreciated my intellect and things of the sort. But I didn't just give the teacher what she wanted because that just didn't sit right with me, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yo, a lot of people actually like um like they do things just for their teachers or the professors in college. It's crazy, man. Um, I was thinking about like uh, a lot of teachers are just accepting work that just makes them feel good. But if a student actually gives their honest thoughts, like not trying to be politically correct, um, the teacher would most likely, you know, have a hard time giving you a good grade because um, they believe that they don't um, accept this work because it goes against their morals and such. Like if you were to talk about a Christian teacher, she's really like religious. And if you are like, let's say you're anti-religious, like a Satanist or like, I don't know, like atheist, <laughs> something like that, <laughs> she would give you a hard time. I'm sorry, man, but your class is, is going to be very tough or your class actually might even make you um, feel very, very, I don't know, just not in a good mindset because your teacher does not like your ideas. And that's basically some type of college, man. What you gotta deal with? Speaking Just of the past. speaking of Christian professors, I don't know any Christian person that would argue. Like for example, if you're talking about something and it's not church related, I don't know any Christian person that would inco- uh, that in that would incorporate or utilize Christian principles or biblical doctrines in an argument. For example, the whole abortion thing. If I have, if I'm a Christian and I'm talking about the abortion and um, things of the sort, pro-life, pro-choice, whatever, I would never try to be like, oh, this is what God's plan is, because we're not, we're then not playing on the same level field. I'm gonna say like, oh, science dictates this, and da 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 da. Those are just my principles. Like these are Christian principles, but I'm yeah, like, that makes sense. like I'm not necessarily telling you, oh. If you abort people, God is da 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 da. This is not. This is unbiblical da 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 da. Because then we're not playing on a different field. And quote, I'm, I am, speaking at a point of authority, which is a logical fallacy. And I'm not about to do that. And I'm just going to argue that this is da 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 da. And the, when you said people are being more sensitive and things of the sort, I posted a photo or a video, I think, on my on my Instagram about abortion. It was an abortion clip, and one person commented. Um, she was like, "Quote unquote, not men 
talking about what women should do with their bodies. I already know she, when she said not men that she's the type of person to be like, um, ACAB, anyways, fuck Trump, uh, Biden all the way, like, bro, just <laughs> shut up. Think about your, what you're saying and just argue with, like, a person that is making a statement. Not, But she's literally declining your point point of abortion just because you're a man. Yes, that, that is true. That, that is that true. Is, that is and very... the funny thing is that when a girl does that, they're, they're deemed like, oh, you're a pick-me girl, you know? Because you know what a pick-me girl is, right? Bro, these terms from TikTok, I think TikTok literally, I, I got to say, TikTok kind of ruined. Corrupts the brain. Many, it corrupts <laughs> it. It's mm -hmm. fun to use, but when it's more like things you agree with on, like, um, but then again, when I first started using it, it was mostly, it wasn't that, it wasn't all of that. Wasn't race related. It wasn't political related. It was just. It was one it was. of those apps that you know you would hide from people because you know it just. People would be like, "You have TikTok." Oh it, it's one of those like apps where like originally it was dank memes, you know. Yeah. Dark memes and stuff like that. Yeah. Having fun, nobody would say anything. But then newcomers started getting into it, and then new populars, you know, new followers, new stuff. Etc. Charlie thing. Yeah, you know what Charlie it is about TikTok? TikTok you, it's so easy to blow up on TikTok. It's crazy. It really is. Um, I don't know. Because what I was trying to do before was like, uh, my friend, he's a popular streamer. Um, Well, not really. I don't think he is. But what I was trying to do was to get big on Fortnite or you know, get money. Because <laughs> I, I, really, I was really good at it, right? So I was like good at it. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna like stress myself out even more playing Fortnite without even like, I don't know, because that's not really a life skill to do. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, you're good at one game versus what could you? What else could you be good at? So, you gotta think to yourself, what the fuck am I gonna do? Yeah, and it's kind of the same thing with like, uh, you know, playing sports and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Once you let's say you become pro, and then you retire, but somehow you run out of money or you know you're bored and you want to do more stuff the only thing you know what's good is soccer or football whatever other sport and you're 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 there just nothing to do yeah what are you what are your thoughts on on the previous topic i just talked about which was abortion because the the comment the comment uh, essentially was quote not men talking about what women should do with their bodies. What I was about to reply was, um, "Well, that's not I your body. That's not your body. You, you yeah, that's not your body." That was a that was that was what I was about to comment. But then I was just like, "You know what? Let me let me play her game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be triggered." So I just quote, "I just I just replied to her. Ah, I know, right? Ugh, such toxic masculinity. That's what I that's what I replied to her. I just I just basically talk, well, played her game. But in any case." That's and not, bro, yeah. I don't get that argument because the baby that she is currently holding, it's shared with um, a male. Like not not like that, but like you know, like the male has also like a say because mm. the male gave you know fucking sperm into the egg. So, uh, yeah, like her argument is basically a double standard, which is pretty. If a, a man says anything about a woman, um, in her context, then oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's like it's like this. She's not pregnant herself, but she advocates for pro-choice, which is pro-choice. I think is just pro-abortion at this point, and so 
um, I'm gonna get back to that, but in any case, so pro-choice, right? She's not pregnant herself, but she advocates for pro-choice. I did not, and for me, as a man, men give 50% of the um, DNA to the child, which in some cases, I also then have a say, because she's. I'm just doing what she's doing. You hear me? I feel like her reason is like the only difference is, is that she she's holding it in her body, which makes her feel like, wow, you know so, what? So what constitutes so what constitutes a life is geographical location because it's just in your body, therefore it, it's not yeah, a life. It's like, it's weird, man. It's like wait, it's my it's in my body. It's not in your body. Even though you helped me make this baby, I get the final say. Like what? That makes no sense. That's making yeah. That it's like a double standard. If you talk, if women talk about men and their problems like it's a it's okay that is true that is true bro the most toxic thing a woman could do is judge a man for their height which that's <laughs> I, I was talking about um i think i remember in this tiktok uh it was like oh kenneth, kenneth, and needs height. To, kenneth needs to hop off tiktok bro you you spend yeah, like, too much time on tiktok bro i actually do that <laughs> oh, anyways um i was um like in that text, right? there was an argument of like race and uh, like preference, basically. Uh-huh. A race preference is not okay, and a high preference is okay. I, I just don't get the <laughs> argument. I don't understand. Well, both I, are bad. Both, both are, are. I mean, I mean, both I don't are know just you both are. like you do you. If there are black, like literally, if a black person just dates black people, that is okay. But for some reason, it's not okay if some other race, if another if a white person only dates white people apparently that's, that's all of a sudden oh not okay but if no if it's my argument is that um my argument is for that is basically like it's unfair to the person who isn't in their like preference which i mean your preference is your preference you can't I'm really not... you can't really control um what you are and mm. what it, it is what it is to the person but to put you down for like not being six feet Wow, <laughs> my preference could be, you know, just you know, be slightly, you know, you'll be a little bit underweight. The crazy yeah. part is that girls be yo, yo, critical yo. about that. Uh, slightly a little bit, cause they be um they be judging you for your height, but if you judge them about their weight, it's a different story. Yeah, it's or a different how story. Much Ooh, bro. It's a different story. West it got, is well, no, not West. Kenneth, Kenneth got so much heat talking about how <laughs> that, that <laughs> whole Jinnat and the that, other girl. What's her name? Uh, Rami and Janat. They were they were I like flaming. They were flaming them. Kenneth because apparently Kenneth hates uh, fat people, and it's, just, it's like <laughs> he doesn't hate fat people. I don't we, hate it. It's just we like, just, it's we like just hate when the they culture. have the opportunity, when they have the opportunity to do something good, such as change their body, they don't do that. You know what it is? They get depressed when they're fat. So what they do is they try to be confident being fat instead of working out. Yeah. They don't know. <clears throat> Let me explain my point. Um, When people say I hate fat people, I don't necessarily mean i really like yo you know what if you're fat I just, you know, yeah, you. just kill yourself i'm just <laughs> saying <laughs> i'm saying is that bro if you have the opportunity change to change basically yeah and if you don't have any you know ability like disabilities that will affect your weight loss or anything like that because mm-hmm. a lot of people use that in, as an excuse to not like lose weight like i, I see a lot of comments on TikTok be like bro people be having um eds or uh trouble What's- losing weight um, and I'm here like, bro, that's just an excuse to cover up for your lack of motivation to go to work out. Um, 
lot of people, I say most mostly, I'm not sure, but they have the ability to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. To you know get a better you know life because being overweight harms your health, harms your heart too. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pro bodybuilders say that uh, having a lot of muscle mass also like it's so it's so harmful because it puts a lot of pressure on your heart. So basically, being way too big, either muscle or um, fat, both are bad. But I guess muscle is more better, you know. What are your thoughts on thin privilege? Thin privilege. Thin, thin privilege. Y'all know what that is? No. So the basically, fuck? there's this video. That shit um, exists. There's the this fuck? notion that's being prom. Yeah, there's this notion that's being promulgated. I think it started with that BuzzFeed um, London video, but basically, it said that. Um, as a fat person, not me, but I'm talking as her. I'm not trying to make a straw man of her or anything, but this is, these are just her points. I watched the video, and it was um, <clears throat> it was, just, was it was something else. But in any case, she basically said that as a fat person, I cannot see myself as like a mannequin figure. My figure represented in a mannequin figure at the store. So that and that apparently is thin privilege and. And as a thin person, you can just eat whatever you want in public. But as a fat person, I can because I'm look at I'm looked at with askance, and apparently that's mm. also part of thin privilege. And if I sit on public transportation, it I in, I I occupy way more space than a thin person, and that is thin privilege I mean, because everything's tailored for. It's not. It's more so that. You are outside of the norm. You are, um, you are. I would say you are part of the extreme. We're trying to cater. We're not trying mm. to cater to everybody, but we're just trying to cater for the vast majority average. of normal, yeah. average people. It's Why not, do they want to be normal? What the wait, fuck? What, what does it mean to be? Wait, if you are just in your BMI, if you're just on, because a BMI is like a wide range of number. Yeah, it's. And scale, if you're basically. just within that, you're fine. But people just try to argue that we should normalize people who are not under their BMI and things like that. And it's um, no. First of all, the thing. Um, uh, let me argue with the. So buses yeah, and trains. Well, Kenneth just hates what? fat people. Just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do. Anyways, <laughs> let me just argue with that. All right. So McDonald's. I forget when that was invented. But whenever fast food and large companies of soda and all of those uh, yeah. you know toxic uh, foods were mm-hmm. invented before that i'm pretty sure trains and buses still existed i'm not entirely sure but they probably did um they were catered to more people who were in the average such as you know they're a little bit like they're not they're like average height average weight which you know th- now in this new age you see americans one in three americans i'm pretty sure or one in five are fat Mm. uh yeah that's a problem it's pretty much toxic and we can't like change that like we can't change a bus the the big the space of a bus seat just because you are out of this you know world you know you're a bigger <laughs> man you're a bigger <laughs> you're person this world. <laughs> 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 yeah no nah, i'm saying because i've seen some people in the train station in new york and they're like whoa bro you're taking over like three spots bro that could have been all for my like if I had like if I was a parent, I'm like like, I, if I, I had you, like I hear you. My kids, like, bro, come on, it's yeah, not fair. The type of person to like make the seat bend. 
not, not bad in bouncing like take up like bro i've definitely seen that before bro because you know how nyc got mad public transportation mad buses i've definitely mm. seen a person who sat and the seat just bent bro and especially one of those yeah. old bar trains in the in in uh, on the subway you know how they don't mm. have anything underneath them it's just hanging on the wall of the subway mm. and when you sit on those things as like even me as a thin person if I sit on that, that I, I can feel it bend. But imagine, you hear me? Imagine oh, somebody man. like that sitting on on <laughs> that. I don't. I'm not saying this to shame fat people. I'm just saying this is the reality of things. I think the you can problem is that the problem is that uh, everyone used to be more uh, back in the day. Everyone used to be more you know thin, or the average person was more thin, more healthy, more mm. fit. Yeah. Nowadays, like, you're obviously not gonna have a bus catered towards fat people mm-hmm. or catered towards people who are bigger because the seats are made for normal sized people. Normal, yeah. And you know, like, if you're tall, you're gonna hit the wall. You're gonna hit the like the you know that thing. Well, a lot of tall people experience they hit like <laughs> stuff yeah. in their head. Yeah, it's just like it's not made for you because you're you're different. You guys are different. Fat people are different. Tall people are different. A lot of people you like it's all made up for averages basically mm-hmm. it's it's not it has nothing to do with thin privilege it's just we're not catering to every person at all times not everything is at equivalent value at all times we're trying to cater to the vast majority, majority. of people which mm-hmm. is under their bmi or within their bmi and they're just average height they're all average like like in in clothing you're not gonna cater to every person. You're not gonna cater to quadruple XL. You can just you're just covering the vast majority of people. Small, medium, large, yeah. extra large, probably around that range. I'm and, a medium, so um, yeah, I'm medium. I I mean I tend to go large just because I like that oversized fit. But yeah, if I buy nah. a medium that that fits fine, but I ju- I kind of just look like a stick. So I just I just buy oversized. So that... <laughs> just go to the gym. <laughs> uh, that nah, is I used true. to be a big sick. I hated that. You I know was what like it, ninth grade. You know what it is. I kind of had this. I've, I kind of have this excuse <laughs> for my for my for myself that I kind of just like let it slide. My both my parents are were skinny when they were when they were uh, of at yeah, my too. age. So it's really hard for me to gain weight because I, I, I think just don't have that. Um, <laughs> I, just have, I just have that gene, so I have that reason. So <laughs> I'm not gonna work out because I'm naturally skinny. <laughs> the thing is, genetics. Gene, genetics. Um, a person, yeah. like a person's genetics, is linked. So if you're born right, you're you're gonna like acquire your parents uh, athletic genetics too so mm, my true. mom was a basketball player my dad was a soccer player well it wasn't like prof- they were really good at their high school and later on in life so as a person that's skinny like me mm-hmm. um my, my mom and my mom and dad are they were skinny at a young age thing is they, they are athletic and my dad is now he's big mm-hmm. he's a big man i'm not fat but like muscular. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's pretty he's good weight he's healthy he isn't like doesn't eat crap food mm. the only thing is he drinks and smokes which i mean that's not even that bad but because no, the drinking is a lot of calories so it's uh, it adds on to the fat yeah yeah but he works out a lot and he does not consume sugar at all i don't know why but that's um it's kind of weird for that anyways yeah i wanted um, to move on to the topic you want to talk about something 
I think what I was trying to say is uh me and Aaron uh being naturally skinny doesn't like You're not skinny, bro. I'm you, skinny you, too. Oh, no, both of y'all are both 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 of y'all I'm are not. I think y'all work out. Don't y'all work out, both of y'all? I am. I haven't just... worked out in a minute, bro. I go. I wake up at five a.m. in the morning just You're to go weird. work. You're weird. I don't know how you do that. How do you guys wake up so early? What the hell? I'm trying. Like, I used I to that. wake up at five in the morning, but like, like as that's when I slept, bro. That's when I sleep. That's I that's why up. you're tired most of the times. That's why you're always Probably like that, true. bro. But yeah, now I kind of figured out that it it kind of doesn't work for me because. I don't have as much time in in the morning, so I just settle for four thirty. I'm gonna have to wake up early though for my computer science class, C plus mm. plus. Uh, what time would I uh, probably have to wake up at like nine? What's a good time to wake up? Eight, nine. It's right? up to you, bro. It's, it honestly is. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, oh, billionaires wake up at six a.m. and uh, <laughs> people wake up. At... Nah, it's up to you, bro. And the thing is, I like to like. I'm not. I'm not, I'm the type of person to sleep at like twelve or one. I can't sleep at um, like at ten or nine o'clock in the you know, night. Like that's kind of yeah, weird. Not gonna tell. Man, if you're tired, you're tired, bro. You go to sleep early. Yeah, and people yeah, people work at night. What am I gonna tell them? Not to sleep in the morning. Be more productive. They can't sleep at night. They work at night, so mm-hmm. they they sleep in the day, but they're still productive. You feel me? They're still grinding. They're still out here. I can't sleep in the end of the day. You can't sleep in the day? I can't, like, the light, and it's just, like, loud and all that. It me. You know what it is? You need to hop off TikTok, bro. <laughs> it really is. But actually, no, nah, not really. It's just I've been watching shows and... Get um, hop, hop off that Netflix. Start grinding. Yeah. You know what it I, is? I, you know what the I hardest understood. part is? You know how when you're on your phone or when you're watching a, a series, it's kind of, like, so hard to... to deviate away from it because you're just hooked on it that's why you can't sleep it's kind of like like oh let me look at one more post or let me look at one more episode the hardest actually, thing the hard- hold, the- on, hold on hold on actually that's actually kind of different because the more you grow up and i've, I've talked to a couple like older people and then there, it's like you know it's one of those stages that you just grow out of mm. apparently now for me what i was saying was the hardest part is just stepping away from that thing or whatever it is that you're doing. If you're trying to sleep at like seven and you're watching a, uh, a show and it's like six o'clock, and you just listen, let me just watch one more episode. And then when seven o'clock hits and just like, what's one more episode? The hardest thing you can ever do is just step away from it. But after that, it's just like you kind of get used to it because it's just like you already step you already stepped out of that activity. So the hardest part is stepping out of it. But then after that, it's easy. It's like a downhill slope from there. No, so whenever I want to take a shower or do something, and I was just, I'm just on my phone, I just try to literally speak out loud. What am I doing? Or like, I need to do this. And then I put my phone down. And then that's it. That's, I think that's how it was for me. I used to spend like three hours, four hours on TikTok. Oh, wow. And it's just like, repetitive i know it's like it's not even in a single usage it's like over time throughout the day okay i just waste my time on that like i can't do it in like a single like yo three hours straight maybe before it's happened before it's happened before (laughs) yeah it's happened before obviously it's things get boring but now i just finished watching netflix my netflix show walking dead so i'm not not wasting my time on that 
<laughs> it's time for the, the college grind, guys. Time for taking notes, bro. For um, oh, um, before I do want to get into like university tips or what you have learned from university or what skills you've learned or how you managed to survive uh, I need a... despite covid but i wanted to get into books at first because i know wes is a bookworm i know kenneth reads a little bit he dabbles in reading a little bit but yeah i'm not that much of a bookworm but i'm kind of familiar with some books so i want to start with wes what got you into reading and how do you like so when you answer that question how do you retain as much information as you can from reading a book i mean i've always liked reading it's just the school ruined it for me because you know <laughs> doing assignments for it and it's just english literature that you didn't even want to read it's mm. just so annoying it got to a point where i didn't even enjoy it anymore and i just you know i completely gave out on <laughs> on reading but then i i, I guess around uh, junior year of my high school career, I kind of just got back into it, but I was mainly reading like rom coms type of thing, you know, because you know teenage literature shit. Mm -hmm. Just trying to get back like into Wattpad it. Like Wattpad stories, like Wattpad stories. Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, like that. It, it, it first originated from there, and then I actually bought like actual books. Kind of forgot the names, but um. But from there, it was mainly me just catching up on myself, trying to get back into reading. And then I started, like, picking up, like, working on yourself type of books. Like self-help? Like, yeah, self-improvement. Mm. Though, like, most of the things is already, like, you already know it and repetitive. But most of the times, it helps just to have it. You know, just like, oh, yeah, I read this and stuff. I hear you. But, yeah, there were some books that were recommended to me uh it's like some tiktok like some tiktok video i know i'm talking about tiktok too much but <laughs> yeah i didn't want to point it out i mean i i did we both did we both <laughs> I, I i did but what i'm saying is that nah you can't always like look at tiktok like, oh that's a funny thing because I, mean, I wanted to talk about that a little bit but keep going keep going there's some video there's like a videos that you can help you out you know improve so there's tiktok recommended videos so i saved the tiktok and mm -hmm. I'm planning on to buy these books in the future. Uh, I forgot the book's name. It was something about power and... 48 Laws? Oh, the, the 48, 48 Laws of Power. And then I'm going to read another book, which is more economic-based. Yeah. And... Let me guess. Um, either Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or... Um... <laughs> Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> or let me see. Uh, Think and Grow uh, Rich. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's something like that, but... I forgot Supposedly those books are really good. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're they're actually like you know they they give you a lot of opportunities like to think. It changes your mind. Mm. However, you may know the knowledge and not do anything with it. So it's just like that is true. That is true. That so, is what happens when you go to college sometimes. Because I oh bro another thing that I wanted to talk about when you said about college, bro. But I did. I have like way too many ideas in my mind that I want to talk about. But for the sake of this being, I wanted to let. Wes answered the second question, which is, how do you retain the knowledge that you just read from reading a book? Uh, it depends on the type of book, honestly, because mm. if you're doing like study books, you know, it doesn't matter the major or anything. Because for me, it's IT, you know, cybersecurity. Most of the stuff that you retain, like book wise, it's pretty much 
kind of difficult to actually manage because it's so much information and you have to eat it a bit by bit, piece by piece. Like there's other study habits and stuff like that, you know, do flashcards and whatnot. But it depends on the learning style that you want to learn. Mm-hmm. If I remember my IT teacher did uh, flashcards. I didn't learn that way. Um, the, the way I learned was I found myself a mentor and I started working for him. And I was doing more IT stuff, you know, like, like that, you know. It depends on the type of book and stuff. So let's say if you're doing study books or any sort of, I guess, learning, it's best to, the way you retain it is one, taking notes on it, rereading it, and then doing them. Now I feel you. Um, what about you, Kenneth? What got you into, what do you think got you into reading? Um... I mean, I've always been, I guess, reading. Well, not like books, but I guess you could say I was reading um, for anime shows, Japanese subtitles. <laughs> Bro, that that is man said way... I'm reading anime subtitles. So, <laughs> <laughs> yo, all right, hear me out. So I'm reading the subtitles, like an uh-huh. episode's like 20 minutes. I'm always reading it, so. I'm used to like reading in a way. Like I already know how to like things are. I know how to read, and it's basically what got me into like. I feel you. Uh, I got into uh, a philosophy philosophy book mm-hmm. from my teacher. He gave me a philosophy book. I'm like, uh, not like you know, send it to me, but like for posting it in class. I'm like, I didn't really want to read because I wasn't like, I just got like you know, summer. I didn't feel like doing anything. I'm like, oh. This class is probably boring, but I got into the book because it talked about stuff that I wanted to learn, such as like how a person is and like a soul. And uh, I'm having a hard time figuring out what book is about. But uh, basically, reading just helps you out. Yeah, Uh, it really does. Sometimes you don't want to do it because it's too much, which I get it. I had to read this book in under a week. Um, it was, uh, I'm pretty sure, like 60 pages. Mm-hmm. I had to force myself to read this, which basically, it wasn't I think, bad. Yeah, but... I think that's the problem with some or, or a few of the people, which is they try to force themselves into reading instead of easing their way into it. And... Yeah, I did not ease my way. I forced it. Bro, If I no, when I took my time reading it, I understood it more, but... I had to go on a faster pace because I'm not spending my whole weekend. <laughs> I'm not spending my whole weekend trying to dissect what this means. Like, cause I always used to be like, I read it out loud and I thought, Oh, what does this mean? Actually like a few like minutes in mm. and then, but now when I do it, I just like read it over and like, Oh, okay. I think that's means that I never really like fully think about what that thing means, which is kind of bad because in a way reading should be understanding more about, what certain texts mean versus just trying to get it over with i don't know like a like a rush you're rushing to finish just to say oh i read this book i definitely had that experience before i definitely did that last year because i was trying to get a goal and (laughs) i was trying not necessarily i was trying to hit a goal but more so i tried i tried to prove myself that i can read a book a day and i read i think three books in three days and one of those were um, Notes on Nationalism by George Orwell. And I could not tell you anything besides Nationalism is Bad from George Orwell's 
thing because people tend to identify more with their with their nationality rather than what is right and that's all i kind of learned from it but other than that that's about it but i wanted to also um touch upon this because kenneth talked about how people in college tend to like you just doing things for the heck of it and i think he kind of said something to the effect of people go into college and then they go out a little bit dumber and do you think it's because it's about like how the curricular how their curricular system goes because like i said for my english teacher everything was about oh the government is problematic uh this 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 inequality food inequality uh there's sexism and and robots um people ostracize or marginalize people that have same-sex marriages or same-sex relationships do you think it's because of that i think so I'll go from um it normally it's it depends most of the times but most of the college system is very biased in a lot of things like you know with teachers it's and stuff like that liberal. you can't even say anything like i just it's a obnoxious at that point but in any case it it's sometimes the system i don't blame people for that but i do blame people it's kind of contradictory but i do blame people for the way they are because they one they lazy out mm. you know they don't want to do anything then they blame the system because they're like oh we didn't get taught this or oh um i i didn't want to feel like it or you know just stuff like that that just oh, for, pisses me off because they're like they're <laughs> trying to find a way so, Wait, are you talking about college, like for professors? Yeah. Or? No, no, I'm just talking. I'm talking about in like in general. In general, like college in general, because they, you know, they're they're saying that, oh, it could be the, the the course or like the the modules and stuff like that. But it mainly depends on the person, because there's people that could be lazy as hell but still do the work at the end. Yeah, that's kind of like me when I'm giving like a time to do things and I'm. I just have to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. If you're really, if you're truly lazy, you're not. The, why would you go to like? If you're truly lazy, you're not. There's no way you're in college. And a person that is truly lazy is a person that doesn't even do like. They just exist. They don't even watch shows. <laughs> they don't even do anything. They just. They don't even read. They don't. They don't even do anything. They just exist in their bed on their phone. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Like, wake I understand. Up on parents um you know force their kids to go to college and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's you know you have the option to try your best or at least learn but most of the people don't even want to learn it like i think it's a trend to learn like i don't know for me personally like there's certain moments where you're like amped up to learn new things and like, yeah. you want to do it actually but then like over time you're like Yo, I just want to go back to the way things oh, were, where I was relaxing during funny. the summertime. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. during the summer, like, uh, 2020 summer, like, for me, it was so relaxing, bro. But going back into the first semester, I mean, it was so relaxing because, like, the teachers weren't that bad. Now, this semester, it seems like it's kind of bad, but, I mean, I could do deal with it and still have some free time. It's just, like, you got to figure things out, man. Yeah, I genuinely think that people try to become activists or people try to uh, think ever so politically 
because of what's going on in the in the current education system. I don't know much about it, but I'm just this is like anecdotal, which should be taken with a grain of salt because it is anecdotal. But I am seeing a lot of people say that the education system is corrupting people. But for me, right, this is this is how I I tend to view it. If I without like I'm trying to make something out of myself in college. I'm trying to make something out of myself. I'm trying to make um a, I'm trying to find a better me in college, right? And then I'm bombarded with technology is racist or the the food in the world or the food in the country is very insecure or I am talking about how people oh, uh, we waste a lot of money on food and it's not even going anywhere and things like that and the government should do this the government is lacking in this but the government should be bigger for some reason and then don't doesn't that kind of warp a person into like either a an activist or b nihilist because if we're having if quote-unquote america is supposed to be the greatest country why does it have x y and z problems you know it's like it's the government's fault it's the fault you know I feel like it's a power issue. I don't know. Like, um, for example, other countries, do you see freaking Mexico argue about theirs, like, American problems? Mm. Mexico has to deal with their own problems, which is their government's corruption, which America, it's not really that corrupt. It's kind of, it's not, it's not even corrupt, to be honest, in my opinion. I it's think, just people like, I think lazy. it is. I don't think it is corrupt. I think it has some aspect of corruption, but I don't think it is corrupt. I would say that America or the Western society is the best society or the best culture that we have ever incorporated compared to everything else. That's not to say that it doesn't have its problems. That's not to say that it's perfect, but I'm just saying out of historical context or out of everything that exists right now, it's the best thing that we got, it's, despite no, its faults. I, I it's don't know false. how people argue with like how America is bad and how being a powerhouse is bad. Do you are you do you want to be a victim of America? Like, let me put this in perspective. Okay, so people are like they they don't like America because they forced their way into this land. Basically, mm. they took it over, right? Um. I'm just like, wait, so if America, like, if, you know, Europeans did not, you know, settle here and such, then they, people here wouldn't exist. America wouldn't be what it is. It would be that, just that is true. That is true. tribes. And people are like, you know what? Give the people that, like, the Native Americans, right? Give them their land back. And I'm like, you if will, that bro, was, what is that? Like, I don't understand because. They're not basically, they're basically saying, you know what, I hate being American. I wanted to go back to how it was with tribes and shit, you know, kill wild animals. Which, that society, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, man. I don't know if I want to be fighting a horse or, no, not a horse, a bull with a bow and arrow yeah. all my life. It's kind of like, that sucks for them, Um, for their land to be taken over. Like, yo, that's kind of tough, but, I mean, that's just how, you know... You know who appreciates America the most? Immigrants. Mm. Yeah, really. They 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 love America. Exactly. It's like um I have a lot of relatives, my family, like I I came from um the Philippines and um I know a lot of people who are immigrants who never complained about the government, like the government's doing this or the, or America's racist, 
they're always like, oh, this is a problem because of me. Like, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not working hard enough. And it's always their responsibility to be better. Whereas I know a lot of people who live here, who who were born here, who take everything for granted. And it's just like... Exactly. And it's... um like and it's, After the trip to Mexico, it, it all makes sense now. Yeah. Because I'm Mexican. My parents came here to the United States. Yo, it's so much different, and everyone's such a hard worker in Mexico. Like, they work so much, and they love to do what they do in Mexico. But here in America, people despise their jobs. Like, yeah, they don't like to do anything. I'm not saying that most Americans. I'm just saying, like, some people just, like, they don't know what they're doing, and they don't know what it means to, like, mm. what their position means in America. Like, and, it, and it's like, if America so, is so bad, why does everybody want to be here? Honestly, I, I I don't know, man. I feel like this country is basically built up by, I just say it's an ego stance of everyone putting their part in. I know it has some trouble in the past with, like, you know, civil war and all that. Mm-hmm. But, but that's cold evening it out, even out America. So now you have America in this context as a a country that is all united. Well, I'll say it's all united, but you know how the current trend is right now. You know, America what, is not united. It's America right now, as I see it. I mean, as a regular person, I'm not really affected by it. But over like all the things that i've been hearing from social media and the internet you know what unifies people from every culture and every country it's their patriotism they're connected under their um under the fact that they're filipino um for me i can definitely say this for myself if i see another filipino i'm already at like i'm ecstatic because i'm seeing people thrive in other countries but that we're still united under the philippine flag america the term you the the USA chant the USA USA that's deemed racist. If you carry a uh, an American flag around your house, apparently you're uh, you're kind of looked at with askance and you're kind of seen as racist. And that whole America is racist narrative is kind of corrupting the unity that people have under their. Um, it kind of separates people and marginalizes groups by their skin color uh, there's the black community um the hispanic community and it's just like nothing unites them but if people would just talk about the greatness of america and deem it that it's not to tell yeah. people that america is great doesn't alleviate america's flaws it's still a flawed system or it still has flaws but Compared to not what? every system is gonna be perfect, mm. and you can't make a system perfect since uniting, uh, what is like three hundred thirty million people in this country, or I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you can't make them all united. Even though you try to, you can't. And people that are like, they point out the flaws of America, they're not appreciative of being American. Like for mm. example, um, the flaws that they point out, which aren't even like real like they're they're issues from the past they're not real issues from now for example world war and world war Two, like what america did to japan right they they bombed them mm-hmm. people are still targeting america just for that one issue that they did 
just for their bombings, a nuclear bomb. Um, and it's like their main focus is to rip America's, um, you know, like how they are uh, as a like nation, like their whole status, just by judging their past events. While they're not judging their future, um, like things they're gonna do, like things they're gonna breach out to, like they're not working in a way to make America better. If that makes sense. Make America great again. You hear me? You hear me? <laughs> but yeah, Wesley, you there? Uh, yeah, he's there. But I wanted to yeah, talk about this. I wanted to talk about this rather incendiary topic. I know this is rather contentious, but I just want to hear your thoughts. You don't have to speak on it if you want to move on, but. Um, the whole gender topic is rather, I don't know, it, it kind of mind boggles me that the term, there are only, there are two genders, there are, there are only two genders, becomes controversial all of a sudden. Um, um, that whole thing is weird. And what are your thoughts on it before I speak on it? Um, okay, I saw this. <laughs> I, yeah, TikTok, you know. Monkey, <laughs> monkey, explanation. monkey explanation monkey is born with a penis mm. another monkey is born with a vagina <laughs> if monkey is born with penis it is a man if monkey born with vagina it's a girl if monkey changes from penis banana to female vagina <laughs> I don't understand but you know it is what it is they could go identify themselves as a woman but what makes it confusing is that, all right, so a transgender woman, right? It's a man turns into a woman. It's confusing because I, I just, uh, you're obviously going to assume someone is transgender because their facial bone structure and they still have private parts in there. I would say that. Um, there are, like, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get canceled for this, but <laughs> I genuinely think that there are only two genders. I'm not going to sit here as like a Christian and be like, oh, the Bible says this. I'm going to try to talk about it on a biological standpoint. Um, I have this example, but it's garbage because it doesn't work. But for the sake of this argument, I will. So say you have a Samsung phone and you have an iPhone, right? That's your sex. That's your biological sex. Your gender is the operating system. <laughs> you have a Samsung, right? That's your biological sex. You're male. Your uh, your OS, which is your and which is Android. That's your gender, which is the male gender. You're a man. Now, if you have an iPhone, that's your gender. You're female, or you're a woman, and your OS, which is an iOS. You are also deemed female right so it's biologically interconnected now what about those people who are um what about those people who have who are born with an xy but have female attributes like they have they have breasts they have a vagina as well well there are also people with webbed feet there are people with webbed hands there are people with six whoa, fingers whoa, whoa. right but we don't teach people in biology that m men have or people have six fingers or people have webbed hands. We, t we tell them that people have ten toes and people have ten fingers. That's not to deny people with those 
uh, certain attributes, but we're not going to cater to the vast minority of minorities. We're going to have, we're going to teach people that this is the normal, which is there are only two genders. I think that's where um, conservatives and Republicans arguments stem from that we're not going to cater to every single person at every single time because and maybe really, yeah well i was thinking that like it's just like when you teach your baby or when you teach a kid they're gonna use their other classmates um they're like they're gonna look at their other classmates so like like a kid would like look at another person and be like oh that's a girl too right because they have feminine features like they would assume that because it's too hard to explain to a kid that all of this it's more like you need to explain this to a kid when they're older but even that it just like it complicates a lot of things and like how things are like i don't understand the whole gender thing it's very uh i just seen it as a boy and girl but i mean you can identify um, however you want i'm just gonna use two genders I'm just say the normal thing or the thing that everyone learned when they were my age. Pretty sure I'd never learned about what is it called? A, a non-binary Swiss something. Cisgender. Cisgender just means you're straight. I, I don't even. Remember. I thought cisgender means something else. I was confused. Uh, it's just confused. Like it's very confusing because like I, I don't know, man. A uh, subject's. I don't know. I just know that it's very for me. I'm gonna just assume man and female since that's what I've always been, you know, accustomed to. But mm-hmm. if I see like, a gay person and a lesbian girl, like they're still a, a woman and a man, right? Yeah. Obviously. But what changes everything else is like transgender people. Like, I'm not. I'm not bashing. Them. I'm just saying like it's kind of confusing to people. It's like not everyone understands and for people not understanding they they're not very educated on that and people are like trying to make them feel bad for not being educated on that subject Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird because why are you trying to make people feel bad for that subject that is true when it's like a, a hard subject and you're very confused on what you are kind of too <laughs> and the whole like, you're, like i'm confused like i'm like it's like are you like wait so you have a dick and you're a girl with tits are you a man or a girl all those like, people yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, that's the confusing are, that's the confusing part that's there the are people part. who are like that there are people who are born with um both a penis and um breasts there are people who were born with they're called intersex people wherein they were born with an xy chromosome which is a male uh, the 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 male chromosome the the male biology or the male biological chromosome which is the XY but they have feminine features which is they have a breast and they have a vagina there are intersex people but going back to my argument earlier which is we're not going to cater for the vast minority of minorities that just that's just not how it works we're not going to teach people that just because there are people with webbed hands that just because there are people with six fingers, that just because there are people with born with one leg, we're all of a sudden going to teach people that the men or humans only have one leg or the uh, hands of a person only have are only webbed. No, we're gonna cater I'll, to the vast majority of people, which is there are 
which is not to deny anybody anything. We're just saying this is the normalcy. And even transgender people acknowledge the fact that they were born biologically this. Um, Blair White, I think, she's a transgender woman, meaning she transitioned from men to female. She still acknowledges that she is biologically male. And um, a lot of trans people actually side with people like that, like Ben Shapiro, uh, Jordan Peterson, mm. and Blair White, who are actual, um, who is an actual transgender person. And it's just, I think the whole basis wherein biology and gender are not interconnected is an ideological standpoint and it's not rooted in any biological or scientific stance. Uh, Dr. Deborah So which is a gender scientist, actually denies the claim that gender is a spectrum or the term that gender is a social construct. It's biologically rooted mm-hmm. and there are only two of them, which is male and female. And the whole gender theory thing, it's very new, right? Gender theory yeah, basically... Yeah, it's never been like talked about because it was known to each other like uh, back in the like, 1600s or even before that, like Asian times, like... They always just like saw a person being born, man and a woman. Mm-hmm. They never like seen this because uh, it's just confusing to some people. Like, what makes a person a man? Is it dumb choosing to be a man, saying they're a man? Mm. Is that what it is? Because I'm pretty sure that if I say I'm a girl, like that, that just, I mean, I have the body of a man. Why would I? Like, mm-hmm. is it a body that makes a person a man, or is it? their mindset that makes them a man you know what it is i think i kind of understand the left argument which is to have more compassion and to understand that these people do exist because back then homosexuals were killed um what was it i think it was who was that guy who alan turing alan turing was homosexual and he was Um. he was convicted and he was jailed for being a homosexual and having a relationship with a man. And I kind of understand where that argument comes from, wherein you, these people do exist and we should have compassion and not ostracize them nor condemn them just because they are like this or just because they exist and things like that. Which I kind of understand that where that sentiment th- does come from. But at the same time, all right, <laughs> just because you exist does not mean we're going to cater everything for you. You know, we're not going to... And it's like um, Andrew Schultz, who's a comedian, he said, that's a lot of change for a very few people. You know, it's like, what, we're all of a sudden going to change textbooks or we're all of a sudden going to change the way we perceive things, that there are only two genders and there are only two bathrooms. And um, there are, um, if you have an ID, it's either M or F we're all of a sudden going to change that for the vast minority of people. Yeah, you heard um, Joe Biden's new plan of transgender people. Oh my goodness, bro. Which is like, if you are eight years old, you can automatically, like, if you're eight or if you're nine, you can just transition as much, like, as easy as you can. What the fuck? Yeah, bro, that is that is a thing. I, I, I think it was on one of the... <coughs> oh, bless me. Okay. Um, um, salute. Oh, man. Um, there was yeah, it's so weird. it was in a town hall right um you know how biden and trump were supposed to have a second debate oh no no mm-hmm. 
they were they did have a second debate, but in between those two debates, they had a town hall meeting, right? Now, it wasn't really a town hall because <laughs> it was like a broadcast system or it was a broadcast center. But in any case, uh, Joe Biden was asked, "Would he allow eight years old?" eight-year-olds to transition and he was uh, he said something to the effect of yes but he kind of he kind of went in a tangent an unnecessary uh, anecdotal tangent but he ultimately said that he would allow eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds to transition from male to female and have hormone changes and things of the sort and i'm just like they're not even allowed legally nor do they have the mental capabilities to know what they want for dinner and you're all of a sudden going to have them or give them the ability to change their sex drastically. I don't, I don't That's understand where it that. makes no sense. How does an eight-year-old know what it wants to be at age eight? Like, they're not even certain for certain things, bro. That's, like, weird. Like, it's weird not, like, because they want to do that. It's weird that they, like, they're forcing kids. Well, they're giving the kids, like... The idea of doing that at such a young age, like, yo, learn about your ABCs first, bro. What is he doing? Like, <laughs> like, yo, first of all, you got to learn your ABCs. Second of all, you should have been doing that at age eight. Give them, like, at least, like, I must say that when they're, they have to be 100% sure, bro, because it's yeah, a that thing is that true. you that can is go true. back for. Some people just, like, um, there are people, Abigail Schreier, who is the author of, I forgot, uh, Irreversible Damage, which is, we. she talks about how when young females identify as transgender and then all of a sudden they don't and throughout the years they actually acknowledge the fact that they don't feel normal with their changes and they want to revert back but they can't, which is the which is why the title of the book is Irreversible Damage. A lot of the times, they just grow out of it, you know? They just, like, some kids who are female or, or boys or girls, they identify as the opposite sex and then give them a few more months, they kind of grow out of it because they're confused. They're, they're little kids. So how do we know that the, the, their decision, quote-unquote, to be the other sex is not just their whims? And plus... What do they know about their own selves? When I was a kid, I didn't even... I wanted to be a Power Ranger, right? Am I all of a sudden going to be given a gun or given a suit and I identify as a Power Ranger? No, you grow out of it. It's... I mean, it's not... I don't know. It's a thing they do when they're younger. But you most likely just, like, learn more. I feel like you learn more as a kid, which makes you choose not to do this thing or you want to do this thing more i don't know yeah but basically like give kids more time to decide what they want to do bro my man needs to learn his abcs first and finish <laughs> algebra f- one or no not even uh like their multiplication tables then mm. like you know over time they, they understand stuff because at eight years old you're like in third grade and you're not uh, third grade i was you're not uh, mentally stable yet I was, I was not mentally stable. I was a fool when I was in third grade, bro. You had no idea. <laughs> I, I was, I was weird. I don't know. I was crazy second grade. Yeah, I was like on some weird shit. Cause you're but... a kid. What do you know? You don't know anything, bro. Thing is, as a kid now, it's different compared to third grade back then, oh, which was like, it was like eleven years ago. Well, we third grade, grade when I was a kid, 
we had phones, right? I'm I'm blessed to have, have I'm blessed phones. to have a phone. But it I was didn't one have of those, a phone. I was a knave. It was one of those dial keypads, the one that had nine nine buttons, and you had to oh, press those. you had to press the, the number Nokia, two. Sidekicks and shit. Yeah, we had to press the number two three times to get to the letter C. You know those things. So we didn't have social media, but we did have phones. We had phones to contact our parents. We had phones to contact each other. But we didn't have social media. We didn't have all of these things. Mm, now I think that's what's kind of ruined a lot of people's childhood. Or not ruined, but like brainwashing away. Nine-year-olds having iPhone 11s. Eight-year-olds was... having iPads. Seven-year-olds having iPads. Yeah. And bro, they, they're, more, they're more vicious, bro. They don't care. They say whatever. They say, fuck you. So oh, they're yeah. like, yo. Like, yo they bro. have zero filters. And it's they and even the, say racist stuff to you, yo, you fucking... Nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds having social media. I don't care if you have technology, right? I don't care if you have a phone. But what You're I do TikTok. care is if you have social media at such a young age. You know what it is? Um, uh, the cognitive behavioral psychologist, which is... What's his name? Um, Jonathan Haidt. Um, and the... Uh, he had a podcast episode with Joe Rogan talking about the dangers of social media. And lo and behold, after 2009, which was when... Or 2011, I think? Uh, 2010 was when Instagram was brought into the world. And then at that time, iPhones were easily accessible. And the suicidal rates for young women, for Generation Z women, skyrocketed. And it went, f- I don't know this, the exact uh, numbers, but it was on my uh, one of my YouTube videos which where I clipped it. And one of the things that Abigail Shryeth, uh talked about, intertwining it with the topic of gender, women or young girls who identify as transgender, a lot of the times when they were asked why they feel that way, the number one answer that they say is social media. That's because it's promulgated nowadays that it's okay to come out. It's okay to da 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 da. It's even incentivized, right? That if you come out, you're even congratulated. Or if you come out, it's like it's all of a sudden braver than being in the military, which is an outrageous claim, first of all. But it's it, it's come to the point where things like these are incentivized, even. And a lot of the times, it's not going to be reversible, bro. Or it's not going to be reversible, period. The funny thing is that for kids mainly, their digital digital footprint nowadays is like it's been already created. Mm. It's gonna destroy a bunch of the careers. Like even today, even right now, as I'm speaking, my digital footprint is being made because one, I'm talking, and you know whatever I say will be used against me. <laughs> yeah, same. Whatever, whatever I say. <laughs> I can't say anything. My, my government was exposed, by the way. So yeah, you you know. Bro, so, yo, Wes, I have a bro. A, a random number texted me. Actually, two run, two run, two random yo, numbers texted me just today. You guys had those phone calls, bro. It was um, it was it was scary because the first text, which was a random number, said, "Mr. Cortez." I think it was like deleting my number or blocking my number won't stop me, and then the uh, and then text me back. It was a random number. I, well, I didn't know who it was, and then a second number was like. It kind of connected back with the first number or it kind of had the same line which is um the first number said 
so contact the first number was like i know where you live or things like that and then the second random number was like so so text me back or something along the lines of that and i was just like at first i got scared but then i was i was i was kind of just like this everybody gets this so i'm just gonna like not entertain it (laughs) that's chain mills when i was a kid bro that shit was scary when you were a kid and you got chain mills, it's basically like a thing. Uh, send this, send this to like people. five people, or you're gonna die tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. I was like, tw- I was like ten doing that. I was like, bro, you know, I'm not trying to die. I'm not gonna like, you know, I have luck. I don't want my luck to be bad. Like, I don't want to be cursed, bro. They said that you're gonna be cursed. Uh, like, nah, but sure. They would have like photos of like Jesus and stuff. Nah, not Jesus. Oh, it would be like bro. some scary thing. It'd be like, this guy will come to your room today. I'm like, yo, and I'm not risking it, bro. <laughs> I was like so scared. I was like, yo, come on. Don't do that to me, please. Don't do that to me. And most likely someone's trying to play a prank on you, so just don't even care about yo, it. Yo, did you yeah. guys get so many, like, scam calls today, bro? I got, like, five. Oh, no, not, not, to, not today. today. But not today, but overall, yeah, I have. I don't know how to block them. They're very annoying. Like, go away. <laughs> I know I don't have a car. Why are they talking about a car warranty? It'd be like that. It'd be like that. <laughs> or my social security, man. Like, bro, what? It's so weird. People are so weird, man. Facts. All right, it's been an hour and twenty-four minutes, or an hour twenty-five actually. We've talked about a lot of things. Um, I mean, y'all talked. I just barely. <laughs> yeah, Wesley was quiet, bro. But we because did... there's so much noise over here. Like, I really can't fucking say anything. That's all right. But we did touch upon a lot of topics. Where can we find you on social media? I'm gonna start with West first. Uh, Instagram silent underscore West. Oh no, actually, sorry, silent underscore Wesley. My, my um name. for me my instagram is uh you're sketchy which is spelled with y-o-u-r and sketchy right. uh yeah it's my instagram all right and uh, all of the accounts and links will be in the description down below i appreciate y'all guys for hopping on with me and we're gonna see you in the next one peace out adios